Just Curious. Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is That's a Crime. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal. We are back with another crime. And a, and a, a crime. A, a sad yeah, one. Please. A sad one. No, I was one. just gonna say it's a sad one. Like this is what you bring us back to. You it's bring sad. Us back to a sad one. I bring us right back to this somber crime. But yep. the reason we're doing it is A to honor the victim and this crime, but I thought of you, Sal. As soon as I read the headline, I said, oh my gosh, Sal will not like this, but we should talk about it. Yeah. Okay. I'm willing to. (laughs) Because today we're breaking down the true crime story of the man hiding from police found dead in freezer in 2023. And Sal, why would that resonate within me to think of you? Uh, Well, I'm going to imagine because you're well aware of my... uh... My claustrophobia. I do. I do have. I would say a fairly decent case of claustrophobia, and it's only gotten worse as I've gotten older. I. I, I would imagine left left untreated, any phobia will only get worse throughout Manifest. your life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I recommend people to uh, seek help. So I'm not laughing at you. We all have phobias. I have a great fear of sharks, thanks to oh. Jaws, and I oh can't stop watching that movie. So I don't swim in the ocean per se, or at least not past all people. Sure. And uh, so that's a big one. And I now I've always lived, you know, since like my 30s on in a coastal town. Oh. But it's okay. I can live with this phobia. I've accepted it. But Sal, I know you've spoken to this before. And so before we dive in, do you know where this phobia began? Actually, I don't. And now that you ask me, I've never been asked that before. But I'm wondering if maybe, just maybe... There's some relationship to how I was born. You see, I was born in a car, in the backseat of a car, on the way to the hospital. They were on the way to the hospital. Yeah. I was born in the backseat. Maybe something there. My first mm. glimpses of, of life was sort of an enclosed space. You was know? it a cab? It wasn't a convertible. Wasn't it a cab? <laughs> I, I, it was some neighbor. I, my mother never gave me the full story, but I was <laughs> born in the car on the way to the hospital. A neighbor was driving us. I'd love to find that car. I'd love to drive that car. That would, uh, own and that I'm wondering car. if that has, has something to do with it. I'd love to okay. own that car and I'd love to, uh, yeah, do everything. I'd live in that car is what I would do. But what I would love to do is, um, is know, know a little more about that. But no, I don't know how it okay. all started. I only know that I've been very aware of it about the last 20 years. And I've noticed how it's kind of grown and been more amplified with each passing year. Yeah. Well, you've definitely mentioned it to me a few times. So as we go through this, Sal, I'm here for you. Thank you. So I appreciate we can that. Just you know, talk, I just took a flight and, and even, even a flight, even on a plane. Yeah. I feel enclosed. Boxed in. Got yeah. to breathe. Almost yeah. was this close. I just flew um, from Burbank to Seattle, Seattle to Burbank. And right before we left Burbank, I was seconds away from saying, I got to get out of here. Seconds away. <laughs> but then I was able to breathe right. and talk myself through it. Very good. Well, we're glad you're home and we're glad we're recording this. So let's Thank jump into the crime. And I should be clear, this episode is not really about the crime. It's someone who got themselves in a bad situation running from a crime. But let's dive in. Yes. On June 26th, 2023, 34-year-old Brandon Lee Bushman of Babbitt, Minnesota, was found dead inside a chest freezer in the basement of an unoccupied home. A couple things to unpack there, Sal. First off, Brandon Lee, not Brandon Lee Bushman, was Bruce Lee's son, 
and he was killed while filming The Crow, accidentally shot by a gun that was supposed to not have real bullets and had real bullets and killed him, chest wound, and they still released the movie. And I was a huge fan of Brandon Lee. So that might be a crime for another day. Well, because didn't we cover... That Brandon Lee story. Didn't we cover uh, the Alec Baldwin incident? No. Rust. We talked about it while it was still unfolding. Okay. So no, yeah, this oh, has yes. happened before. So anyway, just a coincidence there. And when I read chest freezer, I was like, chest freezer? I didn't know they were called that. We actually have one here. It's those bigger freezers that you open up and you could get into it. Not like a freezer and a refrigerator, right? Yeah. Maybe you were familiar with the term. I had not known that term. I just call them freezer. No, a couple of years ago, I found myself in a ranch in Montana, and there was a secondary home that had a large freezer, vertical, no, I'm sorry, horizontal yeah. freezer. And believe me, I thought to myself, I, you could fit a couple people in here. A couple people could fit inside of this yeah. thing. Uh, great to have, but as we will soon learn, incredibly dangerous. Yes. So now at the time, Bushman had an outstanding arrest warrant and was attempting to evade the police in the area. I actually read he was on the first floor and then just started going down in the house to the basement to get away from said police. Now, according to the medical examiner's office, there was no evidence of trauma or injury to Bushman's body. So, Sal, it would appear that this was an accidental death. Thoughts on that? You're shaking your head. You're just you're in disbelief already. I am because I'm wondering. I mean, it says that there was no evidence of trauma or injury, but wouldn't there be? I mean, was he trying to well, claw his way out? Well, I mean, that, such a horrific that. way to go. I think they yeah, mean so, there's not like trauma in those areas where it's like yeah, yeah, knocked out, thrown in, like the one in you know the chest freezer you saw in Montana, dead body or hurt body, throw in freezer. It wasn't mm-hmm. one of those situations. Yeah, but then I wonder, well, how does the death actually occur? What's the official cause mm-hmm. of death? Would it be suffocation? What would it actually be? Well, we're getting to that. We're getting to that. So the examiner also shared that they found a metal lawn ornament rod inserted in the freezer towards the latching mechanism, which they say indicated that Bushman had entered on his own accord. So I was trying to think about this. Like, so he had this device going in. Did he pry it open? Did he try to open it from the inside later? But whatever, they were convinced that this was Bushman's doing, hiding in this closing door and sealing his own fate, essentially. It's just horrible because I don't even think we even learn what his warrant was for. We don't know much about this guy. I looked all over for that information. Nothing. It could have been a misdemeanor. Who knows? But he was obviously trespassing through a property. And police lights, whatever, runs down and hides. Now, I was also curious to what you just talked about. Were there scratches inside the freezer with this latch or on his hands? Or, mm-hmm. you know, as Bushman fought to escape, you know, once you're in there, you're like, uh-oh. And it's dark and you're scared, and your heart's pounding, and you're trying to hide from someone. No, it's tragic. I mean, I, we're making light of it a little, or at least I am, because it's horrific. It's scary. I'm terrified of being boxed into places, too. And as we talk about it, you just start to feel like you're right there with Bushman as he's going through this. And you're right. It's terrifying. And I can already tell you're, you're putting this on and seeing how it feels, and it's, uh, it's frightening. No, because I think one of the things that makes it so terrifying is not only the thought 
of what happened in the claustrophobia. But how long does something like this take to occur? How long could you yeah. or I jump in a freezer, close the door, no one's around, how many hours, how many days? If yeah. it wasn't suffocation, wow. if it wasn't suffocation, it was days, days and days. So as for the chest freezer itself, it was an older model that could not be opened from the inside, which is crazy that those models exist, Sal, first of all. Yeah. And additionally, the house that it resided in and that Bushman broke into had not been occupied since February 2023 and had no electricity. So the freezer was not even operational. So that starts to answer some of your questions. Bushman did not freeze to death. So he must have eventually just run out of air. I mean, we're not totally sure. Or like you said, it took days and days and it was just, it could have been other things. Dehydration. We don't know, but not a good death. Not that there is such a thing, but a very horrific death. Do they know... Okay, he was found on June 26th. Do they know when he got in there? No. But no, I, I don't think it's that long because witnesses spotted him and one flow into the other. Then they finally found him. So I think we're talking hours, not days. Okay. And who are these police? I mean, if somebody's evading you and you know generally where they are in a house or whatever, oh, you don't go into the house, you don't look around, you don't see a freezer. I mean, it's not like the guy who we've covered who hit himself in a, what, giant teddy bear? Yeah. Right? Police went in and found him right away. The teddy bear was breathing. Okay. And they found him. But police are more likely to find you if you're hiding as a teddy bear than if you're in a giant freezer right in front of their face. I mean, well, I would think this probably, would be more Well, they probably, you obvious. know how in the movies are, the police go through windows and they, you know, have their flashlights and there's no sign of life. And he's in a freezer. And they're like, well, okay. So that's probably one of those things. They probably scanned, kept moving, circle back around talk to witnesses, look again. And by now it's hours, could be days, but I'm assuming it's not that long of a timeline. They eventually go in to see what was taken or what was damaged in an unoccupied home, which there's less, no one's saying, hey, get in there. This guy tried to rob me. You know, sure. there's a lot of that going on. So I'm sure that didn't help Bushman. And um, so we don't know some of those answers, but we do know the facts that, evading for whatever crime it was, went to hide, and it's like, uh-oh, this is not opening. And this is that scary thing, which I've seen in movies and TV where someone is in a coffin, right? Like, hey, we're going to bury you, and then we'll dig you up later. And then what? they don't come and get them. Or I've seen this played never. out so many times. I would and they're never. just like doing the flashlight. Oh, yeah, it was like uh, an amazing story years ago. It was like, one of those shows, you know. I was like, thinking about um, Amazing Stories Steven only Spielberg. recently. Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories, yeah. There was a scary one on there that dealt with that. There was a movie with Ryan Reynolds where same thing. He's in a coffin, has like a flash, not a flashlight, I'm sorry, a lighter. And is waiting and it's on a cell phone and they're not coming for him. And oh, it plays God. out the whole movie. Yeah, you shouldn't watch these no, no. things out. You know why a lighter, you know, when I imagine somebody in a coffin using a lighter as a light source, well, what does a flame require? Oxygen. Oh, you're burning up your oxygen to light yeah. this flame. Oh, horrific, horrific. Um, you know, Jason, I remember it was about, I don't know, maybe sometime in the late 80s 
when certain car makers that have trunks, let's say a four-door sedan mm-hmm. with a trunk, yeah. they made that little escape through the back seats. Yeah, my Volvo had that. Oh, yeah. when I started seeing those, I was like, oh, thank you. Like, i never been thank trapped you. in a just trunk. In case. Yeah, just but, in but, case. Yeah, but, but thank you, automakers. Thank you for thinking of such a thing. Because obviously, the reason why they made an escape patch through the trunk is because people were getting stuck in the trunk. Because they needed to. Yeah, yeah, they, they needed to have escape patches they needed we're to dying. We need this. Uh, so that movie I was just talking about, it was yeah. Ryan Reynolds, 2010. It was called Buried, a oh, survival wow. thriller film. It was, uh, it was riveting, and it was a lot like this. Now, this is real life. This is tragic. So please, rest in peace, Brandon Lee Bushman, his friends yeah. and family. Whatever the crime was, this was not worthy of a death and it was a sad no situation i don't know why they made freezers that couldn't open from the inside god forbid for whatever reason just you know anything happens just i'm assuming they have changed this and now you can open from the inside yeah i, sh- I should hope so i should hope so but unfortunately there probably are these old freezers hanging out yeah, out, out there. there right yeah, yeah. like the, if, like for example that freezer in montana i don't know if I could have gotten out of there if somehow I wound up inside of it. I don't know if I could have escaped. The one in our basement I literally looked at today, and yeah, one person could probably fit in there. I'm not testing it, even if Sophia was waiting for me. I'm just not. But oh. I don't. I don't think there's a latch. I think it's more of a seal, like a suction, oh. and you just push it open. But well, I don't okay, want to so, find so out. So no, but Jason, when you first brought this up to me, I'm thinking, okay, you know, the, the word freezer. All of a sudden, we're we're thinking he froze to death. Froze, and to I'm death. thinking actually, if a person were to be trapped in a freezer, it would be a gentler death, for lack of a better term. If he did freeze to death, that would have been a a little easier, right? Less suffering, would it have been? Yeah, it could have been. I mean, you might lose sensation to things faster. I don't know. I mean, none of it's good, Sal. None of it's no. good. And when I first read it, freezer, that does come to mind. Like, here's a person that got in there and froze to death, but it's not even that. It is more horrific, I think. Like, yeah. oh, crap, they're in there, and they have all their wits, and they're slowly losing air and oxygen. It's dark. They're scared, and they're probably just going crazy. And, and they're probably like this, too. You, you probably had no room to move and operate. Mm, cramped. To yeah. even, like, swing properly or think properly. But anyway... Not a huge crime on the crime meter because we don't know what Bushman did, but this is also a cautionary tale. Well, evading police is officially a crime. So there's the crime. The crime is officially evading police. Yes, there's that. Right? Yeah. And but, unfortunately, yeah. And breaking um, and entering, comes, you know. Okay, for sure. there you go. All but that. They, what did they say? A, All that. a vacant house? It, it turned out to be vacant since February. A yes, that's correct. House, yeah. But still yeah. not his. But yeah. a cautionary tale in the sense don't put yourself in this situation. The crime is probably not that big. And also, if you're running from cops, guess what? They may shoot you. So it's yeah. probably not worth that. So anybody else out there, this is something to learn from. If you put yourself in a bad situation, bad things can happen. Well, you have to consider the consequence and the, uh, you know, this is one of those ROI things, return on investment. Like, is this worth it? Is this worth the risk? Yeah. To do this. Like, for example, uh, they were stealing batteries in our neighborhood, car batteries. Mm. They were stealing cars, stealing the battery, dumping the car. Stealing a battery is not a felony. Stealing a battery is a misdemeanor. Stealing a car is a felony. So these yeah. people are committing felonies to commit a misdemeanor. That's a good point, Sam. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. So this gentleman, uh, Brandon Lee Bushman, 
uh, running from the police. Who knows what he had a warrant for? It could have been as simple as missing a court date. It could have been as simple as that. Yep, exactly. All of a sudden you got a warrant. You're running from the police and you get trapped and you have a horrific death like this. It would have been better to just surrender to the police yeah. and say, go ahead and take me away and you know, throw yourself on the mercy of the court. Uh, rest in peace, Brandon. Rest in peace. And um, yeah, please, anyone out there, just throw your hands up and, and let the police take you away. Do it. Yeah. And Sal, stay out of tight, small places. Okay. Jason, I made a, re- a miniature recording studio to do some voiceover recently, and I started having classes. You couldn't get in there. <laughs> no, it was, I felt so, um, yeah, let me tell you something. In. I Sometimes I think about you and that sound booth. You got a pro sound oh, booth Oh, but I there. can stand up, and it's a glass door. Okay. <laughs> so I, I don't know like if I can handle it. I have an exit. Okay. I have an exit. I wanted. I want to ask you, since you mentioned it, Jason, um, the sharks. So you, like, no, no snorkeling or scuba for you? I snorkeled in Hawaii one time, and I was yeah. in... The big island and um, this bay that was Hanoi Bay. Anyway, we're out there snorkeling. Matt and I, you remember Matt, a friend of ours, yes. friend of mine, and yes, you yes. know him. And we're snorkeling. It's the only time I ever did it besides a pool. And no sharks, but like very clear water, very deep. That already is making me feel like, hmm, I understand, Sal, that we're out of our element in the ocean. It's not us walking on land. I can accept it. And then he, I turn around and here's this humongous tortoise. Now, innocent, wasn't even messing with us. But just that going through my mind, like, wait a second, I've seen this in movies and here's this guy a foot from me. And then you realize what else could be out there. Sure. And it just made me very uncomfortable. Slowly went back into shore and was like, I think those days are done. I couldn't imagine doing it off on a boat somewhere or going in a cage. I'm just not interested. There's zero interest in that. So that was it. My snorkeling days are in the rear view. Jason, I learned that my two oldest siblings have both engaged in nighttime scuba. They are insane. I, they're crazy. They are they're crazy. crazy. They're crazy. All right, Sal, that's all we got. That covers the true crime story of the man hiding from police found dead in freezer in 2023. I assure you we'll be back with lighter crime, Sal, but sprinkled in with these darker, sadder crimes because it's the business of crime. Please, because Jason, I miss a good heist. I would, I'd love to talk about a good heist. <laughs> heist gone wrong or a successful heist. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening, and please be sure to subscribe to the That's a Crime podcast and the That's a Crime YouTube live channel. You can also really help us by giving this show a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on any That's a Crime social media platform. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting JustCuriousMedia.com.